My God, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad within it. I'm Pastor Murphy. We here, the members and friends of the Great Little Zion Baptist Church, welcome you to our worship experience and pray that as you view this moment, your soul will be encouraged, your faith will be built, and you will leave this moment encouraged and empowered and ready to run on to see what God has in store for you. Be blessed as the music uplifts you and the word empowers you in Jesus name. Welcome to our worship experience, amen.
Good morning, Greta Little Zion family, friends, and guests. Here are our weekly announcements. We would like to invite you to our next food distribution on Saturday, June the 19th. For the month of June and July, we will be looking for school supply donations. Please drop them off on Wednesdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. or from Thursdays from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. We'll be having prayer meeting on Wednesday night at 6 p.m. and our virtual adult Bible study at 7.30 p.m. Lastly, make sure to join us on the weekends for our Sunday schools. For our Youth and Young Adult Sunday School, it will be a Saturday at 10 a.m. and our Adult Sunday School is Sundays at 8.30 a.m. We thank you so much for joining us this morning and hope that you enjoy the rest of your service. Have a happy Sunday!
Good morning, Zion, and welcome to this time of preaching. First, I want to thank Pastor Murphy in his absence for this privilege and opportunity to share God's word with you all this morning. The Bible says what it is, oh, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And so I'm grateful to God for this opportunity. So very briefly this morning, I want to take you to the, the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, beginning with verse, four, verse 8 and 9. Just two verses this morning. So let us pray before we um, read our scripture this morning. Father, we thank you for your word that is about to go forward. We pray, O God, that you will remove us from the way. That, O God, that uh, as your word go forth, that those who hear it, O God, will take heed and be encouraged. Life will be transformed. Life will be encouraged. God, we said now, let the word of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in our sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. So this morning, we want to share with you from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, just two verses, <clears throat> excuse me, two verses. It reads, if you have your Bible, join with me. It reads, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Just from these two verses of scripture this morning that is read, I want to share with you on the team, champions never quit. Champions never quit. You have heard, you have heard it being said over and over that winners never quit or quitter never win. That may be truth, but there are times when winners feel like quitting. You've also heard the, fr the phrase that when the going gets tough or the tough gets going, that may also be truth. But there are times when the going gets tough that the tough wants to crawl back in bed and hide from this cruel world. So then what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Well, becoming a winner entails the inner strength to stay at the tax, even when you feel like giving up. Sometimes it is the willpower that keeps us when we want to throw in the tower and give up. Call it whatever you want to call it this morning. But determination, endurance, and persistence, along with tenacities, are the marks of a real champion. One can find many examples of endurance portrayed in every walk of life. There are compelling stories of grit and determination. So was it in the life of the Apostle Paul. The Bible says Apostle Paul had been in prison He's been flogged five times. He's been beaten. He's been stoned. He's been shipwrecked. He's gone without sleep and food. And he's been in danger from various elements of life. Yet in all of what the Apostle Paul 
was faced with, the Bible said he remained firm in his pursuit about the things of God. In a letter to the, the, the church of, of Corinth, in the second letter to the church of Corinth, as we read, the apostle Paul paints four pictures, four pictures of endurance, four pictures of endurance. Remember, we are talking about champions never quit. So in the passage we read, there are four pictures I want to pin of about endurance, what it's going to take to endure. Picture number one, the apostle Paul said we are pressured on every side, but not crushed. So the first picture I want to pin this morning is that of the picture of pressure. The picture of pressure. The Bible tells us that the Apostle Paul was experiencing the weight of persecution that the ministry carried as the result of the gospel. The Bible said we are pressure on every side but not crushed. The Apostle Paul was faced with a lot of obstacles in ministry that caused him a lot of pressure, both outside and inside pressure, that he faced in his life as the result of the gospel. So Paul writes to the church in Corinth, he say, we are pressure on every side but not crushed. Sometimes we receive pressures in life from the people we turn to serve. Sometimes we receive pressure from the things that we go through as the result of the gospel or as the result of being a Christian. Sometimes pressure comes from every aspect of life to to knock us off our feet and off our game because we are Christians. So Apostle Paul writes to the church and encourages them. He said, look, you are pressure on every side, but the good news is you are not crushed. You are not crushed. You are not crushed. So the first, the, the picture I want to paint this morning is about pressure. How sometimes in life, the pressure of being a Christian what people tell you you can't and cannot do overwhelms us sometimes and it causes conflict in our bodies, conflict in our ministry. Not only does the Apostle Paul paint the picture of pressure, but he paints the picture of confusion. In 2 Corinthians 4 and 8, Paul says we are perplexed but not in despair. Paul said that he... He did not seem to understand what was going on as an apostle in his life. He said things seemed to be confusing. The devil seemed to have rocked, uh, to have wrecked havoc in his life. Remember at the beginning I told you Paul was flocked for the gospel. He was shipwrecked. He was left hungry without food. But yet instead, the apostle Paul said, I may not seem to understand what's going on. But yet, but yet, I'm not in despair but what's going on in my life. Sometimes we may be perplexed on every side. Sometimes we may not seem to understand what God is doing in our lives. Sometimes we may not seem to understand because of, of, of the power of God operating within the inside of us. But yet instead, we may, we may be feeling perplexed, but we are not in despair. We're not in despair. Thirdly, the picture that Paul paints in this verse is that of being chased. He said, we are persecuted. We have been pursued every step of the way. We have been pursued 
by the enemy. But yet, we are not abandoned. That's good news this morning. Paul paints the picture here as being hunted like a wild game. Sometimes because of the sake of the gospel, sometimes just because of being a Christian, persecution comes from left, from right, from east, from north, from west, from south. But yet Paul said we are not abandoned. That's the good news. Sometimes we are almost hit to the ground, but yet we are not crushed. Paul encouraged us this morning to let us know that there will come a time when we will be persecuted. But the good news is when we are not abandoned by by Jesus. Jesus says in Matthew that I will be with you even to the end of the earth. That's good news this morning. Knowing that through my ups and downs, through my, 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 my difficult times, that Jesus is going to be with me all the way. Sometimes life has its way of taking us through the up and down. But yet, we are not abandoned. No matter what you're going through this morning, I want to encourage you. No matter what the devil has thrown in your way this morning, no matter what it is you are faced with, I want you to know that you are not abandoned by Jesus Christ. David said, yeah, do I walk through the valley of shadow of death, but I fear no evil because thou art with me. And so this morning, I encourage you, though you may be persecuted by the word, but you are not abandoned. Fourthly, Paul paints a picture. He paints a picture of being thrown down. Being thrown down. He said, we are struck down, but not destroyed. We are struck down, but not destroyed. This is like a picture of a, of a boxer who is knocked down, and the referee is counting. And slowly you see the boxer begin to rise up to his feet. Even though he has been knocked down, but yet he cannot remain down. He cannot remain down. Sometimes life has its way of knocking us down. But yet we, 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 by the power of the resurrection power of Jesus that lies within us, we cannot remain down. You may go through difficult times. You may go through trials and tribulation. But remember that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Yes, Christian friends. No matter what you're going through, champions do not quit. Champions do not quit. I want to share with you four things that make a champion never to quit. The four things are the secrets of endurance. The secrets of endurance. All too often, we are defeated not because of the lack of our abilities, but because we quit too soon. Many people lose hearts. And throw it in a tower before the game is finished. Two times in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, Paul wrote, we don't give up. He uncovers the secret of endurance. Paul uncovers what is it that keeps me from quitting when I want to quit. When I feel like giving up, what is it that keeps me from giving up? So Paul shares these secrets with us this morning. And I want to share these four secrets with you, and I get out of your way this morning. The first secret Paul, Paul realized, Paul realized that the problems are real. That's the first secret of endurance. We have to, we have to know that problems are real. Even though we are Christian living in this world, we are going to face problems. In the book of John, 
Jesus says to his disciples, encourage them. He said, in the world you are living, you have some trials and tribulation. But he said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world for you. So this morning, no matter what you're going through this morning, I want you to understand that just by being a Christian does not exempt you from trials. Trials are going to come your way. There are going to be trials and tribulation. But the, the good news is, Jesus has overcome the trials and tribulation for us. You see, life isn't a joy ride. Coming to Christ isn't a joy ride. Life is real and full of its own pains. Jesus himself understood. He, he himself understood. That's why he warned us and he told us that in the world we are living, there's going to be trials and tribulations. But he said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world for you. It is important for us to know as believers that sometimes we do get frustrated. Sometimes we do get disappointed. Disappointed by the things that's happening in our lives or disappointed by the things that's happening in our world. Sometimes we wonder where is God. Sometimes we wonder where, whether God hasn't heard our prayer. Sometimes we wonder as believers because of the things we go through. This where is the God that we serve? But Paul admonishes us this morning. That problems are real. And in order to continue running this race, we have to understand that problems are real. Not only are problems real, Paul says, but Paul lets us know that God has released his power in our lives. We have a secret weapon in facing the difficulties and pressures of life. Now we have this treasure, Paul says, in clear jars, that is the extraordinary power may be of God and not of us. That's why when we, when we are faced with trials and tribulation, we don't throw in the tower, but rather we look up to the hills from whence cometh our help. For all of our help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. So Paul admonishes us that we have this treasure in clay jars, which is an extraordinary power that comes from God and not for us. We are like the clay parts, fragile, easily broken, but we have a stabilized, a stabilizing force within us, the power of the Holy Ghost that prevents us from cracking on the pressures and attack of life. God's desire is to help the clay vessels made in his image to mature into the furnace of trials without cracking. That's why we may be troubled on every side, but yet we hold our heads up high. That's why we may go through what we're going through, but we know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Finally, Paul tells us, in order to endure, in order to endure, we have to respond to other people's needs. This thought goes against our very nature. Most often we are confronted with, with the trouble, the, the more selfish we become, the more we, are, we become wrapped up in our own selfish interests and concerns. But the enduring strength to continue to, to persevere comes not by becoming selfish, but by becoming selfless. The Bible tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So because of love, Christ came from heaven to save us from our sins. And so, as believers, 
It is incumbent upon us to demonstrate that same Christ-like love, not just for ourselves, but for our neighbors, for the people. Remember, Jesus says, on these two things hang the commandments. Love your, God, your Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and all, with all your soul. And love your neighbor as yourself. You see, endurance comes to those who give their lives away to help other people. Finally, Paul says, in order to be a, a champion, you have to regain a new perspective. Endurance comes by discovering a new way of looking at your situation. That staying power comes by changing the way you look at your difficulties. That's the key to persistence. Paul said you have to have a new mind. In, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, he said, I beseech you, dear burdens, by the mercies of God that you present your body as living sacrifice, which is your holy and reasonable services. He said, but be ye not conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that which is acceptable and the perfect will of God. So this morning, I start by to let you know that as champions, you cannot throw in the tower, even though it may seem like hell is breaking loose around you, but I encourage you to hold your heads up high. Know that there is no challenge that God allows to happen in your life that he hasn't already overcome. For the Bible says he has provided a way of escape. And so this morning, it doesn't matter what you're going through. I want to encourage you to let you know that you can't throw in the tower right now. It's, it's too late to do that. You've come too far from where you started. So you cannot throw in a tower. No matter what your life condition is, no matter what is happening in your life, it may seem like everything is falling apart. But I want you to hold your heads up high because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Don't let no one discourage you by letting you know that this journey you find yourself on, that God has forsaken you. Jesus says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you even to the end of the world. And so this morning, Christian friend, I encourage you to hold your hands up high. Look up to the hills from whence coming your help because all of your help comes from the Lord. Know that God is able to make a way out of no way. Know that God, the God who's brought you this far is able to see you through. Know that God, the, who has begun the good work in you as Paul posted in Philippians 1 and 6 he who has begun a good work in you is able to bring it to, comp to completion until the date of the, the, the coming of Christ so I encourage you that champions do not quit no matter what's going on we, we do not quit we hold on to God's unchanging hand because we know that if we keep holding on to his hands life keeps getting better we know that if we keep holding on to his hands He's able to take us from grace to grace every day of our life. And so I want to encourage you to let you know that weeping may endure for a night. But all joy comes in the morning. Just hold on a little while longer and your help will be on the way. May God bless you this morning. May the Holy Spirit lift the skills from your eyes so that you can see that as champions, you've already won the victory through the blood of Christ. That you cannot quit. You've come too far to give up now. So may God bless you. May you understand that no matter what's happening in your life, that you've come too far, that God has brought you a mighty long way. He did not bring you this far to leave you alone. If he brought you this far, he's going to see you through. If he did it before, he's going to stay do it. So take, take courage in the word of God and know that everything is going to be all right. 
God bless you this morning. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word that has gone forth. We pray, O oh God, that your word has touched someone's life. We ask you, O oh God, that as we stand here today, O oh God, that you search our hearts and know our thoughts. We pray, O oh God, for those who don't know you as the Lord and Savior, O oh God, that someone will come to the saving knowledge of you. Somebody will come to know that you are God and that their lives will be changed. Bless us now, for it is in the name of Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. God bless you.